When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. And I'm not referencing clock management. But right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings Stepped Up Save Game Parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Don't do it. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. stretch guys there we go welcome to that's good broncos podcast today we're diving in to figure out what the hell is wrong with the broncos offense and if it can be fixed we brought in an expert so it's just not will and i throwing shit at the wall pretending like we know what we talk we talk about we got tim jenkins professional quarterback breaker down teacher of youth children to throw footballs joining us today tim thanks for coming on that's the best intro i've i've ever had so i'm pumped up to be here i'm pumped up to be here i appreciate you stretching because i know you're you know picking up your kid which is why you're which is why you're tight so i've got four of them so my whole body's sore there's no stretching it (laughs) got many kids um we'll get into a lot today but if you don't know tim is breaking down nfl qbs every week on his youtube channel does russell wilson every week as well uh where can people subscribe to you tim uh it's youtube all things qb and we do russell on mondays so we he's the first one right out of the gate every week but uh yeah i think the broncos it's been crazy I, because I think everyone expected them to just hit the ground running. And then yeah. obviously when they struggle, uh, it just turns toxic in Denver. Yeah, no, it, our expectations were really <laughs> high. And I think that was a problem. I want to see if they will ever be met. That's why I'm having you on today. But real quick, today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up. And of course, my coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. That's what keeps this channel alive. Um, Okay. I thought we would see the Broncos in one of these three games. I thought we would get a couple series from the offense where we're like, oh yeah, we've got something here. 
And I know they've moved the ball well the first two games. San Francisco, you know, they got a better defense. It didn't really work out. But my fear, looking at this objectively, is that I haven't seen like two back-to-back drives from the offense that resulted in touchdowns. We haven't seen more than a single touchdown in a game. So give me some sort of hope. Walk me off the ledge because every time I get positive about it, I think about the game. I'm like, I just haven't seen anything yet. Uh, it's a, it's fair. That's a fair criticism, right? Because you haven't seen it get tied together. And then the games in which they have moved the ball effectively, they've stalled out in the red zone. So I, I guess if there's like, if there's any silver lining, it's that one, the red zone seemed to get fixed because Hackett finally decided like, listen, man, inside the five, I'm going to go ahead and turn and hand this John off. Right? Like we're going to be, Hey, we're going to, we're going to pound the football because they've been running the ball effectively. So I think that's something that, that maybe Broncos fans didn't expect because they struggled in the first, you know, preseason games with like running the football as they are running the ball. Well, uh, but I mean, it, it hasn't looked pretty. And, and here's where, here's where it's hard for me, even breaking it down, to be honest with you guys, is because it seems like we have half green Bay from the San Fran tree, a lot of pre-snap motion. Let's get guys open formationally. And then it seems like we have half of the stagnant Seattle. Let's try to throw stick. Let's try to throw some of these West Coast concepts from a stagnant set so Russell could get a look. And it's just not meshing well. It doesn't look good. And I, I, I think Russ is – I think Hackett is putting some of that Seattle stuff in so Russell's comfortable. But, like, listen, the concepts that are looking better are the ones where we have pre-snap motion, we hit it off a of play action or run action. But – Russ missed a wide open Cortland Sutton. We we motioned across. We ran like a little slot wheel with Cortland Sutton on a big curl route to start the game or, or early in the game. And Cortland's wide open and Russell misses him. So it's like those are the things where it's somewhat alarming, right? Because you're sitting there and you're like, well, how long does that take to get fixed, right? Because, yeah. you know, my five-year-old flag team rips curl routes. But, you know, you're, but like, I, I do think there, there is some positive in the tape, but it's just like, I, I want to see more of the Green Bay stuff, less of the Seattle, and I want to see Russ catch up to it. Okay. So you think it's a little bit of Russ trying to figure out the, the Green Bay system and trying to grow in that area. And that's because that's what looks better. Yeah. Well, I do think that's think- what. Do you think like Russ is going to buy into that fully or do you think like part of the Seattle thing is always going to be there? Because that's been the story about Russ, right? Like they brought in different OCs. They've tried, they tried to do different things in Seattle, but they all ended up just doing Russ's thing. I don't know how you wouldn't buy in. Like I'd look up in green Bay and say, listen, dude's got back-to-back MVPs. I want to do what he do, what he's doing, you know? And I know me and you would volunteer. Like I, you know, we can all team up us three and have Russ on weekly like McAfee does for Aaron Rodgers, which is obviously why he wins the MVP. So listen, if Russ does want to win MVP, like he'll, he'll come on the show weekly. We, we, we know Russell Wednesdays will be big, but, um, (laughs) you know, no, listen, like, I, I don't know how you couldn't buy in. Um, the, when you look at this offense, uh, traditionally, like it took Rodgers a while Trey Lance didn't look great right early on in the season. And and we didn't get a good look at it because it was Chicago in the monsoon, but it looked like he had some learning curves. The only guy that looks like he's gotten this offense right away is Tua, right? With what the (laughs) dolphins are doing right now. And Mike McDaniel, 
But I do think, like, if you turn on that Dolphins film, man, they're special pre-snap. And, like, I get it. They have Tyreek and some guys that we probably don't have here in Denver. But, like, Cortland Sutton, if you get him moving a little bit pre-snap and you kind of get to some stack sets late to where people are going to have a hard time passing it off, he'll get open. Jerry Judy's going to get open. Once KJ's back, like, he'll really hit the ground running when in terms of, like, when they're ready to cut him free for a ton of snaps. So, to me, it's like, I think we have the guys. I just think we kind of need a little bit more buy-in there. And I think, like, a lot of that also has to do with Hackett, right? Like, this can't all be, like, a, let's dump on Russell. At some point, you've got to walk into the meeting room and be like, listen, here's the direction we're going. We, we suck on offense right now. I'm not going to get booed anymore at home. These are what the concepts we're rolling with, and, and let's do this thing. Like, the NFL is a world of, like, alpha competitors. Right. If, if Russ, Russ will definitely get on board, you know, if someone said something like that. And, like, goes like, listen, man, if you think you're better than Aaron Rodgers, prove it because he's got back-to-back MVPs in this system. Let's go get three in a row for you. Like, I, I just think you got to challenge some of these guys, and you gotta you got to go make a run at it. And, like, I'm excited about Russell Wilson. I do not want this to seem like I'm, like, dumping on Russ. But we also have to, like – there's not that many quarterbacks on planet earth that get to keep some of their offense. The list is Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Like Rogers yeah. didn't mm-hmm. get to keep it. Like it wasn't like LaFleur came up there and was like, yeah, Aaron, what do you think? No, instead he took Jordan love in the first round. Like, listen here, I'm If you ain't going to do it, I'll draft <laughs> someone else. So yeah. like, there's not that many guys on, on that, that, that get to keep some of their offense. So I also but- think that's where this conversation needs to go, which is like, Russ is a great quarterback. Yeah, but like, let's start to buy into the system. Does it feel like Hackett right now, kind of early stage in his career, is too much of a player's coach, like a people pleaser, and needs to kind of just take command and say, "This is what we're doing." Yeah, I mean, part of part of what I think is great about Hackett is the way he handles the press, right? I think like he's so honest and seems so genuine um at his press conferences when he's like yeah we'll get that fixed and then he goes and hires somebody um yeah Yeah. which part of me then wonders like (laughs) this is gonna sound so bad but if he's like too good of a human being to be successful right because like you need a little bit of that like wow that guy's an arrogant prick you know like we were we were trashing Shermer all the time right so it's like but part of you wonders like if he does like hear a little bit too much of it Mm -hmm. um I think I've heard amazing. that Matt Lafleur uh, behind closed doors is a dick. I've heard <laughs> yeah. he's not super likable. So yeah. maybe there's some truth to that. I think uh, I, I I think in today's day and age, if you're a young coach who doesn't have the pedigree of Belichick, you have to be somewhat of a players coach. I yeah. don't think you can Belichick it anymore. No, because players <clears throat> will just look at you and flip you the bird, right? But I do think there's something to be said about like. Here's what I would do if I'm Hackett, right? I'm going to get fired in two years. They're not le- they're, they're not going to fire the $270 million guaranteed guy, right? So if I know that's the case, I'm doing everything I can, whether people like me or not, and, and, and that's kind of probably how I would handle this thing. That makes sense. Um, it's because, like, the whole reason he came in and the reason we were excited about him was he was going to finally fix the offense. The offense has felt like worse than <laughs> what we saw with, you know, Teddy or Flacco or, or Keenum. Um, but you talked about Tua 
and you know the Dolphins offense looking good and I think like the difference like watching the Dolphins versus the Broncos that for the first Seattle game was just bizarre because those two touchdowns go in we're not really we're not freaking out after that game but in terms of what I feel like has been a problem for the Broncos the last couple of years is even when they're completing shots downfield, making plays, they're not breaking all the way for touchdowns. Luckily, Jerry Judy's did, but it's like the Dolphins, you see Tyreek Hill rip one. You see Jalen Waddle, uh, Jalen Waddle rip. That's a Waddle whip one. Tongue you see Waddle whip one. one all the way down. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Sutton's not the guy where he's necessarily going to – you know, catch a ball 20 yards downfield and then take it 40 for a score. And even our running game, it's like four yards, five yards, seven yards. Those are not popping off for 30 yards or a 40 yard touchdown. And I feel like even if things right now look like they're not working, some of those things have to happen at some point. I think that gives Russ confidence. And I feel like that gets everybody like buying into the system, but it's like there there needs to be some plays that break. Is that just bad luck? Is that the way defenses are playing the team? Like, is there any reason for me to believe like that shit will start happening? <laughs> Dude, unfortunately, like here's... Like, because this it's is, like, we think yeah. Judy's that guy, but we don't see it consistently. We think Camler's that guy, but he's not healthy. Tim Patrick wouldn't have been that guy, but he's the guy when you need yeah. a catch, he was going to be there. Javante Williams is really good, but he's like a pounder in terms of like, he's just going to pulverize dudes no. for nine yards, but he's not doing like Philip Lindsay kind of had that. If we had like a, and like Melvin, e, like Melvin Gordon's not quite that guy either. Solve but- the fumbling problem for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the thing that's sad, I, I, I gosh, I, I don't want to be like, I feel so negative right now. They're two and one. So let's yeah. make some formal. Two and one, tied for top of the division. Let's be happy for a second. That's right. And then now that that second's gone, let's let's be critical because, <laughs> <laughs> like, here's my issue when I break all these teams down. Part of the issue is I'm watching too much tape because, right. like, if I just watch the Broncos in a vacuum, they don't look that bad. But then when you turn on the Cowboys film, they are scheming people wide open, right? Yeah. You turn on the Dolphins film, it is scheme-induced shot plays. Like the Jalen Waddle one at the very end was maybe the best bit of NFL play calling I've ever seen in my entire life because they set it up by running the bench route on second down right before it. Then they run fake bench into the post. Like it was beautiful, like a chef's kiss, right? So you watch all these other guys and they're scheming you, people wide open. And then what do you think of when you think Broncos big play? One-on-one isolated go ball. That's a 50-50 throw, right? So yeah. it's like... That's not scheme induced. Like anyone on planet earth can go three by one. Like, like you do it in Madden three by one. Hey, let me check my backside, do a go. Like that's not exciting. So to me, that's where it's like, I don't know if I can like sit here and tell you, like, I'm seeing all these wide open shot plays. We're just missing them because when they do try to draw something sexy up, like the motion to wheel, the wheels covered, the curls open, but the wheels covered. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's part of what we're missing is that like really dynamic. Oh, wow. We have these four concepts. Like think about Monday night's game, right? The Cowboys CD lamb drops that, you know, the country route across the field. He drops the country route, but then 
what do they do? They run fake Tony Pollard screen, like stutter. Okay, that's a cheap one that they got. They got this little stutter pass fake on third down that was a cheap one. And then they do a little tight end wheel out of the from the fullback set that's a cheap one. Like they had four or five design shots that were just special for the Giants. They didn't show it the week before that were wide open. So hmm. to me, it's like that's where I want to see hack it really and Russ like let's come alive and let's get those dialed in because I think that I think that's what we're missing on offense because we're hitting the isolated shots when they're there but again like three by one run a go ball I just like that doesn't get the people going right like yeah yeah what about Will's favorite play the uh check down to the running back in the flat where there's nobody nobody there to block for him so to me, have the Broncos even run a screen this season? Yeah, they do that little so, inside screen like five it, times a game, but it doesn't look like a real screen pass. Yeah, well, so it's confusing. You know, you know the 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 this this listen, and I tweeted this out, and I felt terrible after I did it, but like <laughs> Russ Russ got to this to the check swing faster than Teddy did, right? Yeah, like, I, I'm sitting there like, God dang it, right? Like we could have we should have paid. Teddy 270. Yeah, it was not great. And the big thing is like there was also an RPO in the game. Like we ran one RPO the whole day, right? We we finally do it. It's like we're we're playing Iowa football right now, but we do one (laughs) RPO and we have it set up. Like, how many times like you guys did you guys watch the Green Bay Tampa game where the very first touchdown is a cheap BS? Hey, we're gonna flip it underneath on slant, and he's wide open, and you know they score, and it's, it's definitely dumb, open. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, it's offensive pass interference, but hey, it's a touchdown. Who cares, right? Like they don't call it, so it's good. We had the same exact look. We had bubble screen on like second and four that would have been wide open, and Russ gives it. I'm like, what the? Sh-? Like, and the issue that I'm having is that it's not like that's a difficult read. Like literally, all three of us, everyone in my office right now. Like if we pull Paulina out. She could get on the field, see the Will Backer's going to fire, and get it to the flat, right? Like, that's not a challenging throw, not a challenging read, and we missed that. So, to me, it's like, yeah, we I, I don't feel like we've had a bunch of the cheap ones, Will, to answer your question in, like, a terrible mm-hmm. way, could not concise <laughs> at all. But I don't feel like we've had any of the cheap ones, but I also feel like we've drawn them up and we just didn't throw them. So, yeah, you know, and, like, listen, if you're a play caller, the thing that's hard is people are like, well, why didn't we go back to it? Well, would you? If we missed it, right. like, would you sure. then re-dip and, like, go in the same situation? Like, your buddy who has a drinking issue, are you like, let's go to Vegas, bud? Like, no. <laughs> you know, it, so you're not going right. yeah. to yeah. re-dip into a terrible situation. So, like, that's a, He's really fun when he's drinking. Yeah. And, he's yeah. Really- yeah. and then you're trying to, like, get him off the wagon or back yeah. on. I don't Hold know on, how man, that whole thing Vegas. works out. <laughs> So we learned that Russell Wilson has a drinking problem. Actually. <laughs> Russ is drunk. Here's here's my question. The first big play of the season, and I think going back to – I watched your breakdown from the Buffalo preseason game. Yeah. You had a play where Josh Johnson was rolling out to his right. Andrew yeah. Beck was on a wheel route. More Andrew Beck is what I'm saying. Yeah, more of that think? spicy stuff. Yeah, yeah, more of that exciting – More Beck. Yeah, more of that exciting shiz, man. Wait, you know, the, like, the tight ends in general, too. Like what that happened? could be Greg Dulcich, though. Like that could be dynamic, could be. right? Yeah. When Dulcich is back or healthy or whatever. Yeah. So more of the tight ends, but why? 
because that's a terrible matchup in pass coverage. Right. Right. Yes. Because it's a linebacker trying to run like a, a, a shallow and vertical with a mm-hmm. tight end. Like that's a nightmare. So that's why it's so effective. But I would also love to see those guys kick back into the fullback spot and then get them out of the, you know, get them out of like the traditional, you know, you know, I right is right behind and then strong and weak, get them out of those strong and weak sets and have them run those option routes. Like we got to do something other than three by one stick where Russell then kills a prairie dog with the ball, right? Like that's (laughs) what we can't have. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd love to see more of the spicy stuff. And that's what I think we're just missing. We don't have any of the cheap ones where it's like, Oh, awesome. Like our, we're, we're moving forward. We have like challenging ones on first and 10. If I feel like we're in second and 10. Go ahead, Brandon. I was just say, it feels like every throw is a challenge when I'm watching the Broncos yeah. games. Like nothing uh, feels easy on offense yet. No, doesn't feel easy other than sometimes in the run game. Like that's what I do think is sometimes positive is that the run game does at times feel like we can get four or five a clip, which oh, is yeah. four yards very easy. Guaranteed against the Niners. You well, the Niners, you- the Niners like, yeah. Here's one. But the thing that's the hard is got Debo Samuel uh, matched up with Bradley Chubb. They got yeah. Kyle Juszczyk, uh matched up with Josie Jewell. Like those are the mismatches you're talking about in yes. terms of the way they need to utilize tight ends, right? Well, and generate it through formations and motions okay. because you. So the reason motion. Okay, here. Okay, there's two reason motions are so dynamic. And sorry, I just get like so riled up because people like say we got a motion, but I, I don't think we all understand. There's two reasons you motion. First is easy man zone indicator. So you do that by putting your running back out wide, right? Mm-hmm. Linebacker walks with him. Hey, we bring him back. What is it though? If a linebacker goes man to man, if a corner bumps it's zone. So the one is the first reason you do it, man zone indicator. The next though is a lot of NFL defenses have what's called an auto check against certain formation changes. Like, hey, if on the fly, they go from two by two even and motion to three by one, We've got to check this on the run because you can't have 50 checks to something that gets snapped right now, right? So that's how the Niners are generating these matchups is they get into like these funky sets, right? Where they have a, you know, tight end and then a fullback and then they motion Debo in a, like a yo-yo, right? Out and then back in or something. And then, oh shoot, okay, we got to auto check it to man while we snapped it and now all of a sudden it's jewel on it. You know, so it's like, that's how you get those kind of cheap, easy, matchups like we're talking about and that's just what the broncos have yet to show that they're willing to put in um i'd love to be a fly on the wall and know why the heck not um right and i figure at some point they have to sign me as a consultant because you know these people in the comments are just getting riled up about it so i'm figuring at some point and it's like i'm cheap man 10 bucks i'll be there but (laughs) I will pay 20 for you to go there. Um, <laughs> another $20 I might pay is at DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> what a segue I just did. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5. This is for new customers on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's not enough. Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. 
Why bet on football anywhere else? I don't know why you would. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, DNVR, to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. Such a fan of that ad read. And I'm also a so fan good. of DraftKings. I'm a huge yeah. fan of DraftKings. Boom, and boom. I, I bet enough to cry. You know what I mean? Like, I want to yeah. hurt. I'm not going to lie. I get real salty when I see people like, how about this parlay this week? And it's three bucks. Like, dude, oh, yeah. bet something that's going to hurt. Like I, it's the same way when I'm, when I'm playing golf with my friends and we're gambling out there, I want that six footer. I want your hand shaking, right? <laughs> like I want something. I want your wife to fight you when you get home Oof. or we're not gambling together. And that's how I bet too. That's why my DraftKings Kings yeah. banned me off the DraftKings after the Super Bowl. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, jo- jokes look, on you, you babe. Bet I'm not betting for another seven months. Don't only yeah, call if you have a problem. Drafting, get a divorce. I, I, I just think if you're not betting enough to where it hurts, I don't want to. Why see do it? it on Why do it at all? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I have a okay. So I read a tweet. I think it was it was two days ago from Mike Clay. I have no idea who he is, but he's got a check mark. The Broncos threw the ball on a hundred percent of Albert O's twenty-two snaps on Sunday. Wow. Is that concerning to you a little bit? <laughs> I think it's like. Uh, well, good for him for having a blue check mark. I can't figure yeah, yeah. out how to get a blue check mark. Which Me is just like, I but I see it. like a sports reporter from Iowa with 10 followers, blue yeah. check, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, no, like, no? I don't think it matters. Like, I just think like, there's a lot of, we have a lot of analytics now that don't matter. So the, what you would say is, oh, okay, well, that's going to be a big tell for the Raiders. Sure. Until they run draw. You know what I mean? Like, I, I okay, just think it, okay. it matters. It's a cool, it's a stat, but it, like, I don't think it, it practically matters. They want to obviously yeah. throw the ball with Alberto yeah. on the field, right? They like Alberto as a pass catcher, but if they run draw or screen two times and yeah. you're all of a sudden, or like, what are you going to, like, how do you functionally do it, right? Like, okay, so Alberto's in the game and we're in 11 personnel, one back, one tight end, but it's Alberto. So now they go dime. <laughs> Like yeah. you can't, how many, he's still a tight end. He's still 260 pounds. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, okay. I just think confused Josh McDaniels, I think. Yeah. Stick it to him. To fuck I mean, him. Yeah. yeah. Look, one thing I'm not worried about the Raiders defense picking up on any trends in the game. <laughs> Certainly not scared of that. Uh, I would want to know like how many times did the Broncos run the ball when Albert O was also in the game? Because then I think that makes that stat irrelevant. And it's more just like Albert O was on the field. A lot. So find that one for us, Mike. Here's the other like thing we're all waiting for, right? We're three weeks in. We've got Russell Wilson. Our examples, Peyton Manning, yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. Phillip Rivers, and we'll throw in Aaron Rodgers changing offenses. Uh, you said like no QB gets to keep his offense. And that was true for Rodgers. I'd argue Rodgers didn't really have an offense with Mike McCarthy before Lafleur, so he was just trying to learn a offense. So Peyton Manning, I, I I stumbled into this one. We know he didn't look good right away. Okay, Broncos versus Steelers, Week One, they get a win. 
Manning, 253 yards, two touchdowns. Week two against Atlanta, 241 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Denver versus Houston, 330, two touchdowns, a win. Okay, but week four, they play the Raiders. And this is when Peyton Manning first looks like Peyton Manning. 30 of 38, 338 yards, three touchdowns. So I think it's fair. We expect maybe a breakout game from Russ Wilson. Mm -hmm. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. Tom Brady, uh, through his first three games, uh, when he went to Tampa Bay, and they kind of changed things a little bit there. Week one, two touchdowns, two picks. It was against the Saints. Week two, just one touchdown, one pick. Week three against the Broncos, he has three touchdowns, zero picks, 297 yards. Broncos were not good, but his week, Jeff yeah, his week four was a five-touchdown game against the Chargers, almost 400 yards passing. Phillip Rivers, uh, he actually looked pretty good week one. He had a couple, you know, a couple picks, but he didn't really click until week five-ish for the Colts. Yeah. So, like, I wanted to bring those up because I thought I was going to look at those, and I thought those QBs would look quite a bit better in those early weeks. Mm -hmm. But it really does feel like it's a three- to four-week process for even some of the best to do it. Uh, I guess, like, if I look back at those games, Manning was rough. I think Tom Brady, it looked a little rough, but it still felt like he was Brady and they were going to be fine. Well, hold on. Do you remember the first game against Tampa? Because I remember Barstool tweeting out, like, I made a terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah, it's Tom yeah. Brady sitting on the, the sideline. Side yeah. Yeah. And then he won the Super Bowl. Freezing so, cold. Freezing cold yeah. take right there. You know? Yeah. Like, listen, yeah, they could have a better game. I, I honestly think it's going to take all the way up through the bye week to where it looks like it should week in and week out. We will see flashes before that. But, yeah. like, the other guy I throw in there, Brandon, that – of like a vet and changing. How about Matt Ryan and the Colts? They sure. look terrible yeah. on offense, <laughs> but they have a few drives a game. And that's what we're still seeing with Russell, where it's like, there's a few where you're like, that's the guy I know. And yeah. that's like, it would be really concerning to me if we were just sitting here, like they suck all the way around every drive. Yeah. But they're two and one. And they we they have come at the a, right time too. Yeah. So to me, Do- it's like, it, it's a little bit better than, than, but the Colts, like, I mean, it looks so bad. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they came alive and beat the, the Chiefs. They were ironically very similar to the Broncos in that they would get a few drives into the red zone. Yeah. And it was stopped on fourth down, pick in the end zone. It was like the same mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, and they miss a kick in overtime to get that tie week one. To me, and it, this is like a, an amateur observation, but like Russ seems to play better when they're running a little bit more of a hurry-up style offense. Yeah, tempo. I feel like take the thinking out of Russ's game and just let him play more. Can yeah. Hackett, like, obviously you can run hurry-up. Do you think like that's something to lean into maybe early to let Russ get into a rhythm? Because... To me, he feels a little bit like it's like Tebow in that at the end of the game, Tebow was unstoppable. He was a weird, different machine. And Russ looked very good when the pressure was really on against the 49ers. But like when the Broncos offense is moving and he's forcing the defense to to try and keep up with him, I feel like that's where he's kind of playing. Is there a way to like 
balance that out through a game? Should you do that more? Or is that like me just being kind of off base in my observation? No, I don't think you're off base. I love that you brought in Tim Tebow because both very awkward in commercials too, mm, right? Yeah. That Subway commercial was, was <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm ever going to eat a Subway again. Uh, See, it but, makes me want it more. Easily <laughs> the, the worst Subway spokesperson of all time. Russell including Wilson. Jared, which <laughs> we, we you know Jared shook out. So listen, <laughs> tempo, I think helps all quarterbacks because you're keeping the defense on the field. They're not getting as sophisticated calls in. So yes, I, I think you're hundred percent right. It's not an amateur observation. I think it's spot on. I would love to see them implement tempo early. I, from a schematic standpoint, I'd love to see them hit a cutback run, which means like, hey, let's act like we're, let's, you know, have zone to the left called, but let's bring somebody across to block the backside DN and cut back because we see too many backside DNs and linebackers coming upfield and taking away boot, right? Which is okay. something that the Broncos have to be effective with. So I'd love to see a cutback run early. I'd love to see more tempo early. I really think that would help the whole offense kind of breathe a sigh of, you know, okay, all right, we're here. We're moving early in the game. It's your sandwich. It's called the Danger Witch, and it's dangerously good. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Hmm. You ever done anything dangerous? Jeez, that is dangerous. I've done something like that, too. Listen, one time, never mind, that's too dangerous. Anyways, my danger witch, it's only in the vault. That's our little secret. Dude. I Lord. edited that down too. That's not even as that's not the whole <laughs> video, guys. I here's the one thing. The only thing that would be the saving grace is if you could get Russ and the subway marketing people behind closed doors and say, Did you make that as weird as possible so it would go viral? And then Ooh. if they were like, Yeah, I'd be like, cool. Genius. But yeah. if they were like, no, we thought this would play. Like, <laughs> Holy mackerel. But they're like, like, listen, maybe they're, they're like, no, something. we asked Russ to do something different. And then he just did his own thing. Like, <laughs> he went oh, off script. So he went off script like, like in, like yeah. in games. <laughs> if I were, if this were a radio show, I would use that clip and then I'd go. So Tim, why don't you tell us how we do actually make Russ dangerous? <laughs> Stay tuned. Great after the break. <laughs> he does need yeah. PR help. We can, we need oh, him I on Wednesdays, I, I think. Wilson oh. Wednesdays. We give yeah. him some help. He gets people I, get off his back on Twitter. But like the thing that I think makes Aaron Rodgers so good is like, and like Josh Allen, great quarterback. That that segment with him's bad. The thing that makes Rodgers good is that he's at the point of his career where he just don't care anymore. Yeah. So he's yeah. gonna tell you exactly yeah. what he thinks. You need like Tom Brady probably would have a good one now because Tom's like, yeah. Yeah, Giselle left. Doesn't matter. I'm working harder. Like it. Like he would be. Yeah, he'd be locked in. You just need someone who was who, Russell. If you ask him a question, you'd be like, "Hey, so what happened on that third down?" Well, I don't know about the third down, but we won the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like it just would be a terrible interview the whole time. Russ, like Russ, needs to after a win. Uh, he needs to respond to a hater, and he needs to trash other players. So like. Mm-hmm. Somebody like talking shit to him from the the Niners game. He just yeah. needs to respond. At least I didn't. Step he needs out to talk back shit to Richard zone. Sherman. He needs to yeah. go off the Richard Sherman. I think. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Sherman, at the Thursday night game. Richard Sherman's such a like. You should be know. like, how many Super Bowls did you win without me, Rich? Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Like, All right. Cool. That's. I have a tough time. I have a tough time when the guys then go to media and then start trashing 
like former teammates. I think there's like teammates are good and nice. Yeah, and won a Super Bowl together. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's but, another teammate, but they're like an a hole. Fair game. Yeah. Uh, another teammate that did something crazy that cost you guys like a you know something big. Fair, but like. I don't know. I don't know what, like, I get why people are turned off by Russ. I get why they think he's corny. I get why they think he's cheesy. I get why, like, uh, you get tired of calculated answers. Um, I also have an issue. There are guys that just don't like him that played with him. And it's, I want to know why there's got to be more than he's just kind of annoying. Like Richard Sherman was saying is because Pete Carroll didn't hold him accountable. Uh, That's what bothered the player. That sounds like a Pete Carroll problem. Welcome to the NFL. Where, yeah. where quarterbacks get treated like they're a part of the coaching staff because they do way more than than the corners yeah. who were asked to play cover three or man. Like, yeah, hey, Rich, about Rich too. You cover the right side of the field. Boom, Russ yeah. gets them. The thing about Rich is like, I don't know. Like, you're telling me all of Richard Sherman's teammates love playing with him? Like, yeah, you know what I really liked was answering questions all week about what Richard ran his mouth about. Like, no, like, like half the locker room probably hated him. Like, I can't imagine people really rallying around Richard, like the guy who's calling other NFL players trash after he basically PIs him in the end zone. Like, okay. Rich, how many times did I try to break into my own family's house this off? (laughs) Boom, roasted by Russ. He's but yeah, nice. I have a hard time. I have a hard time with that. But yeah, I would love. I would love to see Russell take a couple shots at people. Mm-hmm. But it was so unexpected. I will. Yeah. I would just love to see Russ take some. It'd be a real uh, ambush if he to did the it. End zone that worked. Now's the time. Yeah. yeah, now is the time. If you're gonna do it, you got to do it now. Yeah, especially yeah. with the subway commercial floating out there. Yeah. You got to <laughs> redeem yourself. Yeah, I mean, he posted it to his own TikTok. So like, well, then what not- happened? Then did it get deleted? Then he deleted it. I don't know if he deleted it or the person who originally posted that video to Twitter deleted it. Yeah, I don't think he's running his own TikTok. Well, That's yeah, probably guess, not. You know, yeah. I don't think Tom Brady's running his own Twitter either. I mean, call no. me crazy. No, no, he's not coming up with funny stuff. I guarantee no. it. No, no, but it's good. Whoever's running it, it's good. Yeah, hey, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right, Tim. I know you okay. guys don't like Tommy. <laughs> Um, all right, we're going to get out of here. We're not going to take up any more of your time. Uh, give us your th- prediction for Broncos Raiders. Do you think this is the game Russ starts to look good? Okay, so here's what I'll tell you. I always bet on the teams I break down. So I'm going Broncos money line. Okay? Okay. Okay. And I'm going to go enough to hurt myself. But I do think the Raiders probably win this game. Sadly. Yeah, I know it's that. I know it's. I know it's that's good. I think it's because the Raiders are backed in the corner, and I don't think we can score eleven and win. And I don't think this is the game where we drop forty. And I just think, like, dude, we had matchup issues with Debo. Okay, and Yushchek, Waller runs a little bit better than the the Harvard guy. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, they got Devontae Adams and they got Hunter Renfro. Put put Sertan on on Devontae Adams. Problem solved right there. H- Hunter Renfro, he's gonna fumble the game away. 
Guys, right. I'm on Aaron your Waller, team. I just told anything. you I'm betting. <laughs> I'm betting money line. I just told you I got money line Broncos. Okay. So okay. I'll hurt with everyone else, and okay. I'm just giving right. you my actual enough. opinion. Yeah. No, I kind which of is, agree I with you. I think the Raiders are right backed I've... into the corner, and I think they're they're not a, they're not zero and three bad. You know, I get it. We hate the Raiders. I hated them growing up. Then the Broncos didn't sign me after I got cut from the Rams. So I kind of hate everybody. Yeah, but yeah. I live in Denver, and my kids love Josh the Broncos McDaniels more than the Raiders. So yeah, we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I, feel, I hope I'm wrong because I then I'll too. win money. It too. feels me. Wrong, it too. feels to me like Week One against the Seahawks that we should win this game, but we're not. And things are going to be even worse in Broncos country social media next week. Short week with the Colts. Maybe we get right. I got one question for you guys before I get off though, because. Broncos, what's worse media-wise? Broncos win 11 to 10 this week or Broncos lose 42-35? Oh, this week? Oh, yeah. I mean, any win, any win is better. You can just ride the vibes against the Raiders. Okay. You can't do it against the Texans, but you can do it against the Raiders. I'll disagree. I'll say... If they score 35 points and the offense looks good, but they lose, people will be, they'll feel better. They'll yeah. feel like, hey. Well, they're going to be like, what happened to the defense? Like, that was supposed to be the strength of the team. And now yeah, the defense fell apart. They, I think people just want to see the offense do well, more so than even a win. Like, a win, obviously, you want, but the way people respond, I don't know. It's a good question, Tim. Maybe you should have a good question. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching the That's Good Broncos podcast. Tim, where can they find you? YouTube, all things QB, or on Twitter, T Jenkins Elite. Thanks for having me. You guys are the best. Subscribe, follow, give him some love every Monday. Russell Wilson Breakdown. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. And I'm not referencing clock management. But right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up save game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Don't do it. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.